Hello and welcome to the Science Fiction Book Review Podcast. My name is Luke Burridge and this is the show where I review every single science fiction book that I read as I read it. There's no set schedule, it's just whenever I finish the book and Juliana finishes the book, we do the review and stick it up here on the podcast feed for everyone to download and listen to. Joining me today is Juliana. She finished the book. Say hello, Juliana. Hello, everyone. And uh, well, you finished this book before me. I, I did. I think you started it before me and finished it before me, which is a bit strange because normally... It's very rare. Yeah, normally uh, you start a book and I wait until you to get for like 60% of the way through. Then I'll start listening to the audiobook, catch up. But this time you started before me and just finished before me as well. So tell me about the book. Yeah. Say what it is. Uh, the book is uh, uh, Alistair Reynolds, yep. uh, Machine Vendetta. It's right. the third book in the uh, Dreyfus. Oh, I thought you had it in your hand. Where is it? Where's no, your iPad? It's over there. I don't oh, need it oh, in my right, hand. Okay. Uh, <laughs> For some reason, I thought you just look at the. No, I, I looked at it and see what notes I made, and I'm just not good at making. You didn't notes. make any notes. Uh, there was one highlighted section. But that was it. So in this case, Juliana, just a, a little bit about the reading experience for me. Juliana, uh, no, I got this. I spent an audible credit on this because it came out. This is a very, very recent book. It's the third book in the series. We'll get into that in a second. But it came out as an audiobook, And I was like, yep, I'll get the audiobook. Spend an audible credit on an Alistair Reynolds book. Yep. It's like a very safe bet for a, for a good read. Very. And um, so that was fun. And then Juliana said, can, I, can you just buy me this on Kindle? So I was like, yes. okay. And but then because uh, the Kindle, uh, the Audible and Kindle account that we use is my is my Audible, well, it's my Amazon because Kindle yes. is Amazon, Audible is Amazon, and Amazon is Amazon. Um, <laughs> but we have a separate one. One is for we have a German Amazon account which is yours yeah. for for delivering stuff at home. Yeah, and for the Amazon Prime yeah. stuff. And my account is a US based one, which yeah. means I can get like you know books and other stuff not it's not always flooded with german um publication and uh, <laughs> other kind of rules and things like that copyright or whatever whatever it makes annoying to get american audiobooks and ebooks and stuff um and uh, yeah the what is it yeah different licensing and publishing rights in yes. germany yeah and also just uh, different different sets of like gift cards yeah. or whatever like well, or it, either way it it's, just it's it's a different different sets of things that it just can't makes it go handy across. yeah <laughs> it just makes it handy that we've got a german uh, a german audible kindle uh, amazon account and yeah. an american one yeah. so but because this is book i was like oh i'll just get it for my one it came through and it was on the kindle so you had it on kindle yeah. but then uh, it's sort of like, oh, Luke Burridge is listening to this audiobook and reading it. And there's this clever thing that uh, Kindle and Amazon and Audible do, however it you know, does all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, whoever is doing this, it ties it together. So what, what would happen is Juliana would read a bit of the book and then she'd stop reading. And then I'd go into my audiobook and it would just assume that I wanted to pick up where Juliana left off. Because was, I was you. Yeah, because you in the Amazon, <laughs> sorry, in the Kindle, in the Kindle. Thing. Anyway, it was a funny little thing. I just thought it was a, an interesting way. And because the previous episode we were talking about like the future of listening, of like yeah. being able to switch between text and audio and uh, is, you know, and, you know, AI readers and yeah. things like that, AI narrators. Uh, in this case, a very good narrator. It's John Lee. Yes. Um, who, let me go over here onto the uh, Perfect Dreyfus Emergencies. This is the Audible Pre page. Prefect, not pre perfect. Pre sorry, Prefect Dreyfus Emergencies. And yes, it's an, all of them are narrated by John Lee. But yeah. this the second book, Elysium Fire, we, uh, we we both read it as an ebook or a PDF because we got an advanced reader copy, some mm. kind of like review copy. So I didn't actually listen to that one. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's good to come back to, uh, to, to, to Alistair Reynolds 
Reynolds and John Lee, who is a very, very good audiobook narrator. Yes. And you, I recognize the voices from years ago, from listening, yeah, to, listening same, to these audiobooks same, 10 years ago. Yeah. Uh, I want to just quickly say something about this experience between yeah. reading a book and listening. If I would be a person that would have time and headspace to listen to an, e, uh, to an audio, audiobook in some places in my life, and then in other places, I would prefer to read it. This experiencing of switching between the two of them, I think, is really cool. I really appreciate this, that you can um, listen to some bits uh, because you're, you know, you're on your commute. You got like an hour or so to listen to an audiobook, yeah. but you don't want to read it. Yeah. And then in the evening... You got the to be able to switch, but it does cost more money because you've got to buy the oh. audiobook and the ebook. Oh, okay. There are, so there are some ways like, that you can no get bundles like bundles or something. Yeah, there are some bundles, but it's still more expensive. Oh, okay. It's still more I, expensive. I didn't didn't know. In that. this case, I still have money on a gift card, or I, I've had various gift cards over the years, um, yeah. Amazon gift cards, yeah. and so that's still funding my, uh, you know, it's great uh, funding my uh, <laughs> ebooks that uh, oh, that I want to buy. Oh, you're, yeah, it's still, <laughs> yes, my gift cards are still funding Juliana's ebooks. So. Um, Let's uh, let's get into it. Third yeah. book in a series. Yeah. What do you think about third books in series? Uh, generally, it like ties it off or something, or yeah. it's like okay, that's it. Yeah. Um, Definitely feels like the end if, of the trilogy, doesn't it? It does feel, but also it 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 feels open still. Yeah, there's still some open space. Okay, so here's the thing. This is a book which is it's one it's in this weird place in a in a series yeah. where it's both a prequel and a sequel. Yes. So it's the third in a prequel trilogy. Yes. And prequel trilogies are always difficult because you know you don't maybe don't how how it, you don't know how it's going to end, but you know what kind of things are possible yeah. and how big something can be. But what I like about this book is that this is happening before a great cataclysm. Yes. Where there we're in the Revelation space universe but revelation space really begins with like the melding plague and the collapse of the glitter band and yellowstone and chasm city yes uh, again it's difficult to go into this because this is this is uh, an ongoing yeah it's, it's an ongoing <laughs> series uh, with like nine or ten novels in it and yeah. so and this is the latest one so it's too if you haven't caught up with alistair reynolds from our previous podcast or just read him his, his most famous works are the revelation space and there's a trilogy plus some standalone novels plus two previous prequel novels plus some short story collections plus the um what is it the uh, uh inhibitor phase yes. and some of these other novels which are yeah. like standalone before or later novels but it's really tricky because like for the because at the end of one of the the end of the first trilogy the revelation space trilogy it then fast forwards or predicts way into the future of of what's happening way into the future and yeah. things are bad out there yeah but also there's hints throughout the books that there's some kind of weird quantum tunneling stuff there information is being passed back through time yeah. so some entities know that big cataclysms are going to happen in the future mm. so all of the action in these books even in Revelation Space and in, you know, especially in the prequels to Revelation Space, now this um, Prefect Dreyfus emergency, uh, you always know there's one or two big cataclysms going to happen in the future. Yes. And so when they're saying, oh, I've glimpsed the future by some kind of quantum something, 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 yeah. hand wavy machine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, box. oh, well, yeah. What is that cataclysm? Is yeah. it going to be the melding plague or is it yeah. going to be something different? Exactly. So you've always got to keep that in mind when you... And, and so far my my reading experience yeah. has been after stuff has happened yeah and now before stuff has happened yeah i have not read a book in this series where stuff where this 
the melding plague actually chasm city is the story which addresses that most closely it is all still space there's still, yeah, yeah. Like, and that's, you know, that's thing. the thing about but because this. there is a big cataclysm yeah. what the drama the stakes on the, on the drama in this novel you it can be as big or as small as it wants to but because there's such a big cataclysm coming yeah. up yeah. that kind of separates out these two trilogies of books it doesn't really matter what happens here yeah. because none of the characters get a like make it over that leap yeah uh, some of the some of the um i don't know institutions yes. make it and across. the decisions yeah and, and some the, of the, decisions, the stories yeah, but yeah. but it's 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 there's a clean enough. It, unlike say you know prequel trilogies in Star Wars where mm. you go oh no these are the same characters like yeah. literally that character is there and then it you know ties in more and more characters. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. like well I know that this character is going to be fine because like he's there They're twenty thirty years later <laughs> yeah. or whatever it is you know yes. and this character is there well that's fine and you know and the Emperor turns up you're like well you know you know how powerful like you know what's going to happen at the end of this you yes know? yes and but this because it's like. It, I, I, it's like pre-flood if you know what I mean yeah. like all the stuff that happens in the Bible pre-flood you're like okay we don't need to worry about that because it's sort of like because it's pre-flood it, there's yeah. a cut yeah there's a cut like oh we yeah. don't need to look for evidence of the Garden of Eden you know we don't need to look you know there's there's a no I don't know you say okay the dinosaurs Whoa. or everything that dinosaurs accomplished it doesn't matter because yes. there's there's a uh, the, the slate is wiped clean and then we start like a new story with new characters yeah which all are we have left is rodents and, rodents and birds <laughs> you know so yeah it doesn't matter what how many empires velociraptors had and how advanced their technology was that all of that's gone you know there's yeah. no again this is me being very facetious trying to find an analogy well, here but i'll put it this way what were people doing like in it just before covid lockdown happened it didn't matter like it doesn't matter what happens you know uh what happened on the last holiday that you took with someone before you broke up with them and suddenly all of the good memories of that holiday you you haven't processed them it doesn't matter really what happened because you broke up when you got back from holiday yeah yeah i, I guess i know maybe a close to home example for me but you know it, it's one of those things where i was like oh yeah that holiday like i process it differently because yeah. polar dumped me when i when we got just after we got home and suddenly all of the good memories that i processed <laughs> from previous trips sound like different but anyway what i'm trying to yeah. say is the, the the trilogies uh it is a prequel trilogy but it's not i wouldn't say it's a prequel trilogy i'd say it's an earlier trilogy yeah does that make sense yeah and uh and and sometimes it's of course it's easy to put things into this is a prequel this is a sequel yeah. this is a, a standalone i sometimes think that is nearly impossible with the these books in alistair reynolds kind of realm mm. because Sure, you can place them timeline-wise in certain places, yeah. um, but but they are like so, in, like yeah, independent, independent yeah, yeah. in a way. So let's let's not talk about this as a prequel. Let's just talk about it as a third book in a trilogy. Yes, lots of stuff happened in the first book. We get introduced to all our main characters. Yeah, Jane Amonier, you know Tom Dreyfus. Yes, um, uh, Sparva, not Sparva. S- yeah, Sparva. Yeah. Okay, I always get mixed up between Sparva. And um, who's the hyper pig in the in Absolution Gap and those guys as well? Uh, uh, Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And, you yeah, know, because they're both they're yeah. both hyper pigs, so I yes. like I get them mixed up in my head because yeah. they have uh, I wouldn't say similar personalities, but they have hyper pig uh, issues and personalities. Yeah. Um, you've got um, Ingvar Chench, who was uh, mentioned at the beginning of this uh, book as well. And who's the other character that we get? Talia Eng. Oh, Talia Eng and some others as well. Um, Yes. So this book starts off 
And here's the issue that I have. I've got like three issues with this book. Okay. First of all, I didn't read Elysium Fire and the Prefect like uh, recently. Recently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I brought them up here. So yeah. I first read the Prefect back in 2008 when it was a new book. It yeah. was like the 20, 19th episode of the podcast I reviewed that. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah. So that was in 2008. Then I read the Prefect again with you. On we a, listened to We listened it. to it as an audio book yes. in 2013. Yes. So the last time I, I was like, when I was really thinking about this mm-hmm. was over 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Elysium mm-hmm. Fire, 2018. Mm-hmm. Six years ago. Yes. Okay. That's kind of how it felt to me too. And so we start off with this and we're like, oh, this character here. And I was like having to think really hard about this. Yeah. So actually what I did is I cheated and went to just the Goodreads or was it, uh, yeah, or whatever these these um, pages were. So you, just, as you click on the prefect here and it just says, oh, here we are, something in the Glitter Band. And it just says sort of like what the book was about. Yes, it and tells you the emergency yes, that this Yes, it says, oh, the emergency with. and stuff. Yeah. And then the second book was like, oh, it te- like in the, when, you know, I read, the, read about the second book, I was like, oh, the second book is like a different emergency off to yeah. the side. Yeah. And this book, it really got, oh, so this book, and it works out, this book is wrapping up the first book. Yes. If you know what I mean. This is like a continuation yeah. of the prefect rather than Elysium Fire. Of then something we read 10 years ago yeah. the last time. So I'm time. thinking back a lot. Now, one of my complaints with the prefect was that the last time I listened to it was the second time I listened to it. Or the last time I listened to it was the second time I read it. Let me put it that way. Yeah. Which means that I was like, oh, I wish you wouldn't keep going over stuff. Like I, like I remember saying this. Yeah. Uh, I wish he wouldn't like be so repetitive it would be good to tighten that up a bit but i'm like no but i only know that because like i've read this book before i know where the i know broadly where the story is going and remember um, some bits and pieces and and i was like okay but for new people this Mm. is really good Mm. and then the second book he did a bit of the same like Mm -hmm. and this book it's a it's a shorter book the first one is 19 hours 41 minutes so almost 20 hours the next one is is 18 hours of audio book and then this one is 15 hours of audiobook. Okay. So there's a big chunk less in this book. And I was like, ah, oh, I wish it wasn't like 20 hours. And, I, and it felt like quite brisk at 15 hours. I'm like, I wish it was 16 hours with like an, an hour's worth of like, oh, let's just catch up with the, some of these people and just fill in a little bit more. Okay. Because it would suddenly go, oh, right. Yes. And then you got the the 80 and the um, yeah. Sylvester, is it the Sylvester Institute? Yes. I, I think I made a note of it here yes. as well. Sylvester. So the Sylvester Foundation is what it was called. Yeah. And I was, and they once they mentioned that for the first time, like quite a way into this book, I was like, oh, right. Okay, now I remember. And then something like, oh, so that's what, you know, and I was like suddenly catching up. But I was having to do the remembering yeah. for a book that I read, last listened to, 11 years ago. Yeah. And it's, I think this would be perfect if you were just reading them like all within the same year, yeah. like, you know, or a few months apart, it would be good enough. But I did struggle a little bit of this to to really, really be invested in these characters and to understand what the drama was yeah. straight away. And and this is always the issue with books that are being published so far apart. So yeah. when was the first uh, uh, um, the Prefect book actually published? Was 2008, that, I think. That was 2008, yeah? Uh, 2007, actually. 2007. But I reviewed it in 2008. And then the second book in 2000, what was it? 2018. 2018. So that was, yeah, 11 okay. years between. Yeah. And now another... But I didn't feel like I had that problem in the second book. But this third book... Yeah, because you have read the no, first Prefect No, I think twice. it's because it wasn't a, a straight continuation of the first story. There was oh, right. a different... It was, there was, it was the direction. same characters, but yes. it's sort of like, and here, another adventure from from 
Tom Dreyfus. Yeah. With the same characters. Like we're still getting Yeah. yeah we're getting Talia Eng back and True. Jane and Sparva and Tom. You know, the yeah. crew is getting back together again. Yeah. But it's a different diet. So, so everything needed to be set up, you yeah. know. And yeah. there they're like, and now here is the main guy who is the bad guy. And we're like, oh, okay. And so they can introduce that rather than, yeah. hey, remember this person? Yeah. It's like, here's a new person we're meeting. And in this book, it definitely felt like, hey, remember that old, you know, the old issues and those old things. Do you remember yeah. the clockmaker? Do you remember Aurora? And I was like, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. I kind of remember them. Yeah. And I wish you'd have just filled me in a bit more just to just to help me remember it. Yes. And I think uh, and, and I think in this third book, both things happen. And this is I can kind of I think one of my problems is that you you do have the flashback and the oh, remember this. Remember these people. Remember what they did there. Remember that big thing that happened. And yeah. at the same time, it's a new thing uh, introduced. Yeah. And. And to me, that kind of like that there was some some friction happening for me in this yeah. in this relation there. But it can, it can be artfully done because the time I understood this was like, hey, this character over here who is now going to meet uh, um, um, Jane Amalie. Is that how you pronounce it? I can't remember how you actually. Oh, you listened. I, uh, no, no, but it, uh, the thing is, I, I heard Amalie. Yeah, but I heard here is pronunciation, but I can't remember how it's spelt. So like A-U-M-O-N-I-E-R. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, so someone meets her and sort of like, oh, tell me about the scarab that you had on the back of your neck. And I was like, okay, this is like, it's again, it's the catching up with people. So like, hey, remember when she had a scarab on the back of her head? Yes. That the clockmaker put there. That was well done. Yeah, it was well done. But then I was like, ah, now I know what this story is going to be about. And the that's exactly what I mean. But the book didn't feel like it had done enough work to like like set the groundwork. It, it was very much like, hey, remember when this happened? And it's like literally two characters saying, hey, do you remember when this happened back in the day? And I was yeah. like, okay, so this book is going to be mm-hmm. about the clockmaker and about Aurora, like because obviously and there wasn't and again it's the same kind of thing with some of the world building like i remember how many you know that what the glitter band is and mm. i remember what the job of uh of the job of the the prefects with are the and the panoply yeah, yeah and the and the um what do they call it the abstraction which is like the like the glitter band wide uh because uh, I, but again, I'm remembering from previous books mm. that the mm. glitter band is a swarm of um of uh, what is it like uh, all these habitats and yes. floating space stations around the um Yellowstone, yeah, Ypsilon Iridani or yeah, whatever yeah, it's yeah. called. And the idea is that they're all tight enough in, they're all far enough out, so they're not like in the in the political sphere of Yellowstone, yeah. but they're tight enough in that none of them are more than one light second away from any other. Yeah. With the idea being that once you get further than one light second, like com- the the consensus communication breaks down, yeah. and people can be thinking ahead of other people. Yes. Like there'll be knowledge in one place that isn't in another yet, but yeah. one light second is. Mm is a tight enough political unit that it can all be one political unit yeah and then the parking swarm is out there where the mm. you know the light huggers come in that's like further out yeah things. um so uh but again i was having to remember that kind of stuff yeah whereas the first two books were really layering in that that world building so this book it kind of relies on you knowing the characters already from previous yes knowing the stakes and knowing the world building from a previous from previous books yeah which frees this book up to be a bit more like, hey, now let's go, action, adventure, let's go. 
and carry on with the stories that we've had before. But again, I wish there'd just been like an hour more of material just to just to help me catch up and remember previous yeah. books. Yeah. The previous books are good enough that when I did remember, I was like, oh, right, yes, this. But I kind of, I wasn't like, I, I don't know. I just wish that it would have been more laid out within this book. Yes. Um, that is like the, 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 the sections where other people introduce somebody going into an archive uh, and doing research. Yeah. And by doing the research, we also get yeah, to, yeah, you yeah. know, this kind of stuff ha um, was missing a bit here. Mm. Uh, so, so I'm not quite sure about the intended i'm not saying the intended audience or like what you have to have read the first two books you have to at least certainly the first book maybe the second book wouldn't like because the second book it just isn't there yeah and i know this because what i did as i went back after reading this book i went back and listened to our previous reviews oh, right. from 2013 yeah. and 2018. Yeah. I don't normally like going back and listening to really old episodes mm -hmm. because they're generally not all that good because often it's just me talking by myself and I find 28-year-old me a little bit insufferable at points. Uh, and also <laughs> okay. I'm just not very good and the sound quality isn't very good and because I never edit, it's just sort of it sometimes gets a bit waffly. Yeah. But that one from the Prefect 2013, actually a really good episode. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the two of us talking yeah. and it's, yeah, it's, it's a, a good it's episode. It's a good book. It's a good book. It's a good episode and we had lots to talk about. Yes. And and then I listened to the, the second book and... Um, so it was. This was the first ever audio book that we ever listened to together on a on a car journey. So on a trip, on yeah, a, on a trip, um, which is always good. Good, good memories tied around. Yeah, this. we had a conversation about our top five science fiction weapons because we had recently done yeah. the top fives episode where we yeah. talk about top five this, top five that, and yeah. I was like, oh, now Whiphound probably yeah. in my top fine top five science fiction uh, weapons, mm. and uh, yes, yeah, so it is. Um, uh, what was that? Yeah, and you and I said you like how much of it's a, a police procedural yes. as well. Yes. And the second book is uh, Machine Vendetta. Um, no, the second was Elysium Fire. Oh, sorry, Elysium Fire. Uh, and again, we we had a similar conversation about you know you know picking up, but saying oh it's interesting because now uh, it the the main topic was was different. Yes. You know. Yes. And then um, and now here we are in book in book uh in book three so here's my second main issue about these this third book one is that it's too long since i read the previous two books and i wish it had done yes. a bit more to bring you up to speed or maybe i should have just reread them yeah you know yeah maybe I, that's the best way maybe, to go yeah, forward reread the previous two, <laughs> yeah. two books and then this one you just carry on and you're yeah. like great more stuff the first one i said uh and this is not something i said at the time but what i what i really liked about the first book is that it's a police procedural mm -hmm. and one of the main things that they have to fight against is all the procedures of yeah. that, are, that are in there yes and it's very you know procedural 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 yeah it's like we're going to investigate here so we've got to interview this person interview that person and do this research and do that and it's a lot about research and a lot about interviewing and a lot about like police work like yes. you know you know hitting the pavement doing the police stuff yes. investigating and also doing it in in the in the right way yes in the right way yeah to the point where i actually predicted in this is in the podcast mm. i predicted that by the end of this trilogy if there mm. was more books mm -hmm. that jane lady jane was going to become the main obstacle because she was kind of a bit of a tyrant in a lot of this story she yeah. was she was like going against the rules in a way that that's where you need the checks and balances that's where you need that's why the procedure is there to make sure that the evidence is followed and the right people who are guilty are prosecuted rather than innocence. And yeah. I said, she might become, 
she might become a bit of a tyrant. Yeah. And I I see that's maybe... Oh, oh! I just pressed this, the escape button with my hand because I'm fiddling with my keyboard. And just I'm, don't fiddle with no, it. No, no, I, I might have stopped the recording accident. So I predicted, or maybe it was in the end of the second book that I thought that was going to be one of the main obstacles. But it, it isn't in this third book. No. But... Here's the thing. The first book and the second book. The first book was like police procedural. The second book was some of that. And in this book, it just doesn't exist anymore. Nobody has to follow the rules. Yeah. Everyone can just do what they want because yeah. they're so competent now. Like the the main characters, Sparva and Dreyfus and Talia and Jane, they're all so good at what they can do that they don't have to follow the rules anymore. They yeah. can just... Just they're just going in and James Bonding it. They're just like, yeah. oh, let's just get in there. And the and the action is fun. It is yeah. all interesting. But I was like, oh, I kind of miss when how much this was previously a police procedural, and you have like three or four quite boring interviews to get to something which is like, and then you go, ah, this person said that, that person said this, this yeah. person said that, and we tie them all together, and now we've got answers or forward motion or revealing of you know whatever yes and in this book it's sort of like and now a gunfight and now spaceship battles and now which is fine yeah but i kind of miss the police procedural yes police procedural stuff yes yes i i i do agree with you on this on this uh idea of that these people have become too experienced and yeah there's nobody really that they have to report to that you know there's going to be actually consequences yeah and uh and i think this is the this is in the like o overall in the arc it is a development that that had to happen yeah. from the p first book on yeah because the first book as you said it's very procedural it yeah. is about following the rules and yeah Dreyfus is the rules follower yeah basically and you can see no, no, that he, it was always like was on like, the edge of yeah, the but, rules but following. He did, yeah that's but the like thing, yeah. still he he like he did his very best yeah. to balance it out to to make sure that he never really crosses the the line too like he bends it a bit you know um and uh, and in here it's like it, it things are coming together and it, that is such a weird thing because it there there's like it's not spoiled no but there's like a a, a waft a, a whiff a of whiff? like you can you can kind of like a wisp? smell it in the back oh, of your okay, yeah. of your brain there's something that yeah. you that you unconsciously notice yeah and and I think this book is. And and we haven't actually said anything good about it yet. But no, no, it's, it's so good. Like say, good. It's good. It's it good is book. so well written. There's like the characters, yeah. the, the the action, the yeah. the consequences that appear are yeah. really good. Well, I'm saying everything that's in the book is good. Yes. The second book is all about um, is all about po politics and political intrigue and yeah. democracy and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And. Again, that's where I thought, oh, this was about like defeating a defeating a you know upstart political mm. kind of Trumpian kind of uh, you know political opportunist mm. um, populist uh, who's going to become maybe and I, that's what I'm saying that that's actually when I said oh that could be Jane in the end like she could grab that power yeah and the the you know in that second book it's about how the people who set up the panoply and set up the they put like back doors in to make sure that like oh we'll be the final checks and balance so yeah. if somebody like if the votes are coming through 
that uh, this happened in in the top 40 chart where um god save the queen by uh, the sex pistols or whoever it was yeah it, it's like you know it was pretty much fuck the queen and it was going to be number one but like on the time of the broadcast they pretty much said to the bbc radio one they're like no that that's not going to be number one you just you're not going to say that's the number one song so officially right. it was never the number one song on the top 40 chart okay so now now okay now now, now well, that is important back knowledge yeah we now just talked about bbc uk radio yes where there's a a, a chart show going on yeah. where like people vote for these no, no, or, like, it's, it's about buy, record, it's sales, record, record sales, sales. So and the, the top selling record was god save the queen yeah the fascist regime like this is like the, the, the how the song goes yeah and they're and, and they were just like no but yeah. that's just not going to be number it one. Was and so when they did the countdown, they're like, and no, number two, <laughs> God Save the Green, and the number one, whatever song, like yeah. whatever was number Everybody two. Everybody knew it. And it's like one of those kind of things. And that's what that second, this second book was about. It was about uncovering like this thing where you just go, oh, just to make sure that nobody like really dangerous gets in, we'll yeah. just like put our thumb on the scales without anybody being able to tell. And yeah. So that's what it was. But it was these first two books were, had like, it was a police procedural and then a political intrigue action thriller yeah and this book was like just it was like it was missing the political intrigue and and it was missing the police procedural and it was just the action thriller stuff yeah but it had like it had parts of that but yes. not not one it, it it didn't feel focused enough it yeah. was like and now some you know it was like the third matrix movie and like and now just a fight that goes on for 28 minutes of yes. a movie and yes. and there's a war scene and then a fight between computers and you're like yeah but the first two books felt like the first two movies felt like they were about something yes. and that's my third thing is that what is this book what was this third book about and here's the thing my uh, again, just by listening back to what we talked about in those first books, yeah, I did. We were talking about we did like this deep dive into what consciousness is, mm. and like it, when something is truly conscious, intelligence and conscious, it wants to improve itself and it wants to gain knowledge and gain abilities. Yeah, and, and I was using this with like the clockmaker and Aurora and these alpha and beta level intelligences, yeah, and the beta levels. Um, are just happy just to be as they just are. They're be. like, oh yeah, I'm yeah. just me. I'm just conscious and I'm just doing something. Yeah. But alpha, the alpha levels were always wanting to strive and grow and get more and, you know, become better and greater and yes. push outwards. And yeah. that's what the consciousness is. And in, in terms of humans, you know, consciousness, uh, you know, you get those peak experiences and enlightenment. Oh, it could just be like, I want to pass on my genes and I'm going to mm. do everything I can to procreate mm. and, you know, and, and, but maybe, Make myself bigger in the world, improve myself, like improve my reach, improve yeah. my capabilities. Yeah. And this is what makes something conscious and alive. Yeah. And if you're just a beta level intelligence, you're just software running and you're just like, oh, yeah, I'm just here. I know stuff and I think stuff. Yeah. And you're like, and what are you going to do about it? It's like, no, I'm just hanging I'm out. I'm just being. And, and so what I said, oh, this is not what I said, but this is what I'm thinking back. It's a book about consciousness wrapped up in a police procedural. Yes. And the second book is a deep dive into democracy and the dangers of democracy and the benefits of democracy and how fragile democracy is yes. and it's a, it was a book about democracy wrapped up in a political intrigue um uh you know action thriller yeah. uh, thing and this book it's got action yes and it's got it got character it got, it, it's got interesting characters it's got interesting characters but what in the end is this was this book about it wasn't about consciousness and memory and all this other stuff like the first book was it wasn't about politics because they were just getting on with stuff they yeah. didn't need to ask anyone or ask for permission no things were happening yeah just stuff was happening and they were getting on with it but what was this book about 
except let's wrap up the story that we kicked off in book number one and continued in book number two. Yeah. And I even said at the end of, in the end of the review of book number two, I was like, oh yeah, and Aurora and the clockmaker are out there, but we didn't really, they didn't really turn up very much in this book, but the, the epilogue of that book was about Aurora and the clockmaker. So I predicted yeah. book three is going to be wrapping up that story. And I yeah. was totally true. It was totally right. It's a trilogy. These threads are hanging out there. Clockmaker, Aurora, Panoply, Dreyfus. Yes. Um, and then so in this book, I was like, and when it started off, I was like, you know, I didn't remember saying that back in 2018. But as we got into the book, I was like, oh, yeah, this is just going to wrap up this story that was kicked off at the start of of the of the first book. The, yes. The, the prefect. Yes. And so that's what this book is. It, But what is but what is it about? Like the first one was about conscience and intelligence and striving to, for being better. And the second one was about democracy and politics. And it was like it was yeah. published in 2018 and there was like lots of elections going on. There yeah. was Brexit. There was yeah. Trump and yeah. all this other stuff. I and think, this book, I'm like, what is I, it about? I know what this is about. What was it about? This is a, exactly about all that. It is what happens to a person that had all these, like that went through all these big things. Yeah. Like big consciousness intelligences uh, uh and then uh democracy things and yeah. all these kind of things and then this this focuses so much on dreyfus what that um did to him yeah and his actions yeah what that then ended up like he he had to like you know yeah but that this, was happening to him all the way through the first two books as well yeah but this one here he, he actually then makes decisions and he he makes he he goes in directions yes but that's him if it's a story it is his story and all through these books are his story but what i'm th what i'm saying is that i remember and I listened back to the previous podcast, a big part of them was looking about what the book was about thematically. Yeah. And it can't just be about the character is growing. Yes, that's what it's about character-wise, and that's yeah. what it's about story-wise. But the theme can't be someone grows as a person, because that isn't what it, no, that isn't no, no, what it no, is No, 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 that's about. not what I'm talking I'm about. Always, when I'm always talking about theme, I'm talking about how the world building yeah. and the action and the character and what they care about and all these things come together to make a statement about something. Yeah. And the first one's about consciousness and intelligence the second one was about democracy and politics yes and this one is about trauma and i'm telling you that because we have all the trauma that hits here we have the trauma that jane Armonier has from the scarab and the the clockmaker and all that yeah we have um you know the uh the the all the 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 catopsis or whatever that yeah. was I, we don't even know about that because that's even that, that's, yeah, that's just like mentioned in books. the sign thing yeah. it would happen in between we don't even know about that but, so that has an i had an outcome to and one person in this and one character in this book yeah. had literally is is living through the consequences and the trauma of that yeah. and uh, and then and actually they and then right, we do they, they go to a they go to a, a place where they've cut off from abstraction you know that the, the yes. place where talia n goes right no not the talia n one of them goes right at the start is a place which has previously fucked around with the voting yeah and and, then, and panoply has gone in there and closed them off and shot them off from extraction yes and then they go in there and they're like oh this is one of those closed down things so they also yeah that's a trauma that's a, that's a trauma traumatized cut off dealing with the consequences of their previous yes. actions and then um, and then you have the you ha yeah you have that habitat that's that spava goes into with this rock and stuff and that is a yeah. big trauma Pre, like uh, historic 
<laughs> I was traumatized reading it. Um, no, but this like there 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 has been dramatic things happening in it yes. when Spava arrives, and then the the stuff around yeah. it, and then uh, okay, I will give you that. But again, that feels still feels a bit too internal. It, ne- it never felt like there was this big connection. I'm just saying, my reading experience of the first two books, there is, there's, it's... I felt, I expect more from Alistair Reynolds that I feel like all of his books are saying something. And this is one of the first books that I've read of his, which felt like what he was saying was, I'm wrapping up the story. And because people are living with previous consequences that is there still but it didn't feel to me like there was a bigger statement and like literally almost every other book of his mm. not all of them but all of the top best books of them you can say what is this book about yes and i will be able to like say broad strokes now some of it might be right there in the title like absolution gap you're like all oh, yeah. right okay right thanks for that like but and others are more or less um uh, obvious or yes. more or less on the face of it and this one it it felt either so just built into the characters that it didn't feel like a thematic exploration of anything or a statement of anything yeah it, it there was nothing that elevated it beyond here are characters and again i'm not saying they're the bad characters i'm not saying i didn't find all that interesting and the people dealing with trauma and all that but it that just felt like it was only working at the character and story level whereas all of his other books are working really well at character level really well at story level really well at the world building level and then they come together into a thematic level and that felt to me my reading experience like it was missing in this book. Yes. Um and uh I I do agree to a certain point. I, I think I think this book, uh and, and my reading of this whole trauma thing comes also from, you know, when, when Talia goes to this one habitat yeah. and they they literally turn the events that happen into like a historically connected oh yeah. this is down to the this the, is because of previous, this decision this the, because of this the, decision the previous yeah. uh, conflicts and what they did to yeah. us you know, all this kind of stuff and uh, but i think the where this book cuts a bit short is there that it it is a bit like um not somebody giving like not giving up but it's 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 somebody it, it the book feels a bit um you know, like at the end when you have have experienced all this, yeah. In some points, you just become fatigued and you can't. Yes. You 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 want it's to, just too much. but you can't go any further. And then, and this is the this is the kind of like how I, especially in this one, read Tom Dreyfus as in like he he he's he's done with it. Yeah. <laughs> and 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 I think the book has a bit of an issue with that. Generally, the story is good. Generally, the characters are good, but I think I, the two characters in this book felt quite weak to me. And they were? They were um, uh, Ingrid Tench yeah. and, and, and the daughter. Yeah. These two characters... They, I was they, very disappointed they, with that. Yeah. And so this, this imbalance yeah. of um, the, the bit of like a not giving up, but like very like exhausted it, it yes. feels an exhausted uh, theme that yeah. doesn't stand out and also much. The, and pr- the first book one of my one of the best parts about that is that our main character has has it doesn't have a reliable memory yeah. there's parts of his life which have been removed from his memory yeah and and then 
and for me, that's something that really affected me. Certainly yep. the first time mm. I read it. And then mm. the second time I'm like, oh, right. And again, I don't want to give that too much away for people who haven't read the first two books. But it's like a big reveal when it actually yep. comes to where you go, ah, here is here is some stuff from his past, which he has, which has been blocked out or he's blocked out. I can't remember exactly how yeah, it's he, all going. I think he did that consciously. Yeah, he consciously yep. did it because he just wanted to get on with his life and yep. move on. And it's like really heartbreaking. Yes. And... So then when this happens and someone's like, uh, and that was about his family life or whatever. Yeah. And then in this in this book, they're like, and now here's someone with that with a family life that I was like, oh, did she block the, you know, this kind of say, oh, did she, has her memory been, you know, got, did she wipe her memory? Or then, then they're later on, they're talking about, oh yeah, but then the memory isn't reliable. Maybe your memory is not reliable. And I was like, oh, we, it felt like we've done this already. Mm. And it felt like a weakness in this book. Whereas yeah. it felt like a strength when the main character doesn't realize that might be something wrong with their memory. Yes. And then it's revealed that there is. And they're like, oh shit, if you know yeah. what I mean. It feels a bit like the, what was the um, book, recent book that we read by him? Uh yeah, aversion, where as it's revealed, as you go through the book, it's revealed more and more that the character, when the characters that we're going are like, oh, there's stuff happening here yeah. that you're going, oh, unreliable narrator. Oh, m- more unreliable. Oh, yeah. really interesting. Yeah. And in the end, we're both in tears as the book finishes. We're yes. like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, shit. And that's kind of what I felt like in the in the first book when it was sort of revealed, like, what's the backstory of Tom Dreyfus and what he's sacrificed yeah. or whatever going on. Yeah. And in this book, it felt like, ah, I'm not feeling any of that in this book i'm just remembering what i felt like in the first book and in aversion which was his pre- a previous book yes you know? yes so uh and i have one more thing to say about yeah. this and i i i can't really say that without uh presuming or assu- assuming <laughs> assuming that uh that people have read it okay uh, well so, don't don't say specifically just say the feeling that you had about right it. i was uh quite disappointed by the clash of the two uh machine intelligences uh, that was yes. nothing. I that was nothing, and I I was I honestly so, thought so I honestly thought because I was, it, it's it was like a trap that was set, and you're like good, and then they're going and ah, now they're gone, and I'm like wait yeah you yeah, can't no, yeah. You assume that the other one isn't. You assume that the other one's playing a trick on the other one and that they're one step ahead and that they've got a backup over it or whatever it is. It's machine. And they're like, and now they're gone. I was like, but oh, that was, you can't just finish. Like, and again, don't want to give away what happens or who goes where or who, what happens. Again, I also felt that, well, that was a bit neat, you know, and I knew this book was going to either, like I knew the third book was either going to wrap up the story of Aurora the Clockmaker, Dreyfus, Jane, the pan, pan, Panoply, yeah. etc., or it the end it was going to end as the uh, melding plague arrived. Yeah. So I was waiting for that to ha- th- those two things to happen. Now you always know that you're in a in one of these stories where. Uh, and I, and I, the example that I've used where you get to the end of a series mm. and or it's a war movie and you know everyone's going to die at the end because somebody dies early on. And they they don't like come back at the end. They like die in yeah. an unambiguous way. Yeah. And you're like, oh, normally when we think someone's dead in a series or movie, whatever, it turns out, oh, they're Ta-da! not really dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they come back again. But when yeah. someone unambiguously dies, like on screen, and uh, and Rogue One is the movie that I talked about this with the yeah. most. I said, like, once the first main character who you've been following dies, and they the sacrifice, it didn't they didn't sacrifice it. What didn't feel like a big enough sacrifice that they died, and you're like, oh. 
you just think, oh, everyone's going to die. Oh, but, you know, maybe not. But that's what happened in this. There's some of our main characters start dying. And we're like, well, this is obviously the third book. This is obviously the last book. Yeah. So it's, it's definitely the third book. And then because some of our main characters are dying, it's definitely the last book. So I knew that the end of this book, there would be a finality to it. Now, I actually really like the the how it ends it's 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 good that like the end few chapters are really good yeah but how it resolves some of the other stuff i'm like oh i felt a little bit short change there even though overall and again we've mostly talked about what we didn't like about yeah. this and wasn't satisfying i thoroughly enjoyed reading this yes. book but the first the first one like the prefect we gave 4.75 stars yeah. out of five yeah. that's a really high rating for us yeah the next book we gave like four stars i think what was it next one elysium fire four stars yeah this for me is nowhere near as good as those no unfortunately it isn't it's a three-star book the writing is the same the characters like everything about what makes alistair reynolds books yeah great is there but it it, yeah it felt uh weak in places and and yes you 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 did put it down to the length of it and i think no in some places just a bit more i don't know just again there's I've I've had these I had these um, criticisms. If any one of these had been stronger, like if it had been, yeah. if it had been yeah. a little bit nicer as a way in, like so it, it didn't feel like I was having to remember previous books to enjoy this one. Yes. Or like the third, especially story, after this big. Gap. Or the third story had yeah. been a standalone story. Like mm-hmm. okay, here's a new antagonist. Here's a new set of characters, and it just allowed us to get into it that way. Yeah. And they could still have wrapped up this side story or this you know this long running story. That would have been fine yeah. if that had been it. Four star books, no problem. Yeah. Four star book. If I'd have felt like it had been, uh, like the the genre had been okay, we did police procedural, then we did political intrigue thriller, and if this book had been like it'd been a bit more focused in what kind of book it was, like what yes. kind of genre he was playing, and in. I would go from the title, and I would have expected way more what crazy crazy machine ai yeah, yeah, yeah. and that would have been good. that would have been good and in the end this was like action because they, yeah. they didn't have to be p- political they didn't have to follow procedure it was just like let's get in there and find stuff out and do action there yes. was a bit of procedural stuff where they're like now let's get to this place which is a clean room that you can't hear in and out of you know there was a little bit of that yeah but it was and also the, the when they set up oh let's investigate all the steps yes that- that she yeah. went through and there stuff. Was a, there that, was a bit, bit of that. There but, was a bit of that, but it was kind of like, okay, we ticked five off the list. Yeah. Oh, number six. And it's all like, no, no, I wanted you to be boring yeah. for five things before you get to number Either way, so, but it didn't have that. And as I say, also, if it had been thematically a great, like there had been a really good theme or like some concept that it was grappling with that I could really like bite, get my teeth into or get my brain wrapped around. Yeah. But those three weren't there, which means this is a three-star book instead of a four-star book or a 4.5-star book. Yes. And it is such a <clears throat> such a weird thing to 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 come to. Uh, I read a book, and I don't put down notes like you do. Mm. I read a book, and I in no, the moment all enjoy. All of these it. notes are from after I finished it. Oh, okay. I yeah. was just about to say all of what I now just said came because I talked and thought about this in depth more while I was reading it. I had feelings like, but there was so much going on and so yeah. many like. Things happening, things happening, things happening, yeah, yeah. things happening, and and I enjoy reading yeah. it. All of this is what everything I've talked about is that that fridge logic thing where you finish and you're yes. like, great, I really enjoyed that. Like yeah. you watch a movie, you get up from yeah. the couch, you watch to the fridge, and then you go, wait a second, but what about <laughs> you know? And it's that kind of thing. It's like fridge logic. J- just don't fridge logic, or what is it the um, the uh, uh, esprit d'escalier, the 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 the, 
the the where you, you where you finish a conversation with someone an argument with someone and you walk away and you think about what you wanted oh, to say damn it. only <laughs> after yeah. you get to the staircase and you're walking away or down out of the apartment so it felt a bit like that to me that i was like it was after i'd finished the book yeah having enjoyed the reading experience yes but been kind of all the time being like yeah sentence sentence great all these character interactions great i like these characters the world is interesting even the, the character uh, development all of it everything all of it was great it was only at the end of it where i actually made one or two notes after i'd finished and then when i went back and listened to these previous podcasts where we talked about the previous books it really clarified what was missing in this book yeah. i was like what are we going to talk about in this book it's like a third book in a series and it's fine that could have been this episode it's a third book in the series it's alistair reynolds read by john lee the quality is good and it's fine Yeah. And it's fine. It's, it's good. Fine. I yeah. enjoyed it. Yeah. Fine. I don't yeah. regret spending an Audible credit on it. I'm getting the ebook version. It's it's all good. Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. Ha But what was missing? However, I think what will add to the enjoyment of this book is if you go back or if you start the series and read it all yeah. in, I a, actually, in a row. I actually made a note of this after some stuff here, which... Uh, Uh, oh yeah also I made this note why did I feel like I was a step ahead of the characters not because Reynolds mm. is a good writer but the characters are a bit dim and I, there was one main point of this and I, this is actually what you said before about these characters who didn't seem to be doing very much I was like And these people should have been locked in a box this entire time. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. And uh, and they really should have done. Um, but there's this, what's this note here? Oh, Sparva, you can't wait to promote a hyper pig as they tend to die of old age before they get there. Yeah, that's the truth. Because mm. everyone else, you know, everyone else is like really long lived in this yes, world. You know, yes. everyone can get to 150 and still be, but hyper pigs die when they're like 30 or 40 years old. So you're like, no, no, you've got to keep, you've got to promote them because if you, if you don't promote them when they're young, they just die of old age and nobody, never like, get anywhere, never get anywhere. Yeah. No. So I actually said, just got to remember this stuff. Nerville Lamentoff family, the Sylvester foundation, the 80 pattern jugglers, parking swarm conjoiners and yes. you know yeah, they are, they are yeah, all yeah, mentioned yeah. in here yeah they're all mentioned but, but if, so if you don't know what the pattern jugglers are yeah and what they do and what they do and how what the role of the pattern jugglers are in the revelation space universe yeah you'll get to the end of this novel and you'll be like but why why is this meaningful to yeah. me like yeah. why are these People going to the, like, why are they heading off to the pattern juggler world? Like, if you haven't read Revelation Space and where's the pattern jugglers? There's a few books where pattern yeah. jugglers are mentioned, you know, Absolution yeah. Gap, uh, they, it all starts on a pattern juggler world. Yeah. The, um, the, the story Diamond Dog Turquoise Days, Turquoise Days is very much about pattern jugglers. Yeah. And there's a few of these other books where pattern jugglers are a bigger part of the story. And here it's just mentioned. And you're like, okay, just got to know that. And there's the same about these other things. Like, if you know what the, the co-joiners are in the parking swarm is this, the sections where they turn up in this book is like great I know how powerful one of those spaceships well the light hugger spaceships are if you've read the um, if you've read d -d 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 -d, not Absolution Gap what is it Revelation Space Redemption if you read Redemption oh, Arc yes. which is all about conjoiner ships and the light hugger ships like yeah. the whole thing is about the military capabilities of those ships yeah. if you've read that book this yeah. that those the scenes where you're talking to the co-joiners in this book and like oh there's a triumvirate and you're like oh i know triumvirates there's yeah. the <laughs> there's those guys the, the triumvirs yeah. yeah 
Yeah, yeah. It it kind of it, it kind of expects you. Yeah, you to, if to, you know all of this stuff yeah. already, yeah. this book is perfectly good and perfectly fine. And if is if you've spent enough time with Revelation Space and Alistair Reynolds, it's perfectly fine. You will fine. find enjoyment. But this didn't add anything. The, the previous knowledge. What yeah. did this add to all of those other things that all of those other things all of those other books really add? Like I say, you yeah. should just we should just go to Chasm City. It's a really yeah. good book. Yeah. I've got it as an audio book. Okay. I've read it twice before, but I'd totally be up for reading it again because it's one of his best. It's the second ever book that he published and it's the second book in the revelation space not trilogy but in this world yeah okay. and and it's important because um the uh the, the where where his wife is in this yeah. in this series Idol w- w- the idle wild yeah. that's mentioned in that book right. so when that comes up in the first book you're like oh yeah right okay you yeah. know like um it's a way it's the where people go when they come from the the swarm and stuff yeah. like that um so yes if we, I think we should just. If this book slightly disappointing. I think if we read Chasm City, right, it's gonna be that's that's gonna be the Alistair Reynolds book that we actually wanted to, yeah, like Aversion was that made us cry, and uh, and the other the Prefect and Revelation Space and Absolution. These other books which are like exciting and have got big concepts in. We can ju- if we just go Chasm City, yeah, it's because it's that's gonna what be what this we book want. does. It makes yeah. you want to reread the previous ones. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Let's head over to um, to Goodreads. Kind of, kind of annoying here on Audible. It doesn't list. Oh, this it doesn't book. list the third book. Yeah, someone needs to add this book ah. to the Prefect and Elysium Fire. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's head over to here. Let's see what our um, friends and followers on Goodreads say about this book. Tamahomi says four stars. Pretty fun page turner all the way through. Most of the way through. The end is more bittersweet. Your mileage may vary. Yeah. So. Um, Yes. What intern or AI makes the current lackluster American cover? <laughs> he says, I'll always imagine Dreyfus is looking like Jose Farmer with a moustache and not Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, I remember this from, from reviews of other books of this. They're like, wait, Dreyfus is black? It's like, yeah, it's like right there in the text. But you just you just pass over it and like, oh, he's a detective, you know. Yeah. So uh, it does happen here. Uh, Ulysses raised it five stars. Zivan rated it four stars. Everyone's read it like this month. You know, these are all... Yeah. You know. Soren Trurlson rates it two stars. A thin conclusion. This is a perfect Dreyfus book in name only. By the plot, it should have been a short story. Normally, I can cannot predict Alistair Reynolds' books, but this one was sloppy and without any umph. Yeah, I did find this a little bit predictable in places. Yes, me too. And if not predictable, it was certainly like hinted <laughs> yeah and rajesh rated it four stars another race before the science fiction book review podcast reviews this it's cops <laughs> and ai's in space the usual but the usual is good yeah that's the thing yeah this is my thank you very much rajesh uh you got there before we did you finished this book on february the 10th it is the usual the usual is good but we want more of the usual now i, I definitely want more of the usual but here's the thing alistair reynolds usual there's there's all I wouldn't say always. There's often that one star more yeah. of plot, world building, focus of what the genre is he's playing with here. Just the exploration of a topic. And is he going to get deep into some biblical yeah. themes like the Revelation Space yeah. universe? Or is he going to get into some, you know, brain science and other things, you know, and yeah. democracy? And uh, again, I should I look mean, at the episode list to think what yeah. the, the other things that he talks about. Yeah, like the Blue Remembered Earth is all about Earth and, and family and generations and ecology 
psychology and you know yeah stuff. and if yeah. i'm kind like yeah if the topics that really do come up with with machine vendetta would be maybe guilt and trauma yeah but, but like that so is vaguely that's, it, that's just what happens to characters that you've spent a yeah, lot of time with yeah, you know what i mean of there isn't that yeah. if there isn't that extra layer on top yes which some of the other books do have if you're talking about guilt and trauma yeah. absolution gap is that because literally the character who is guilty of stuff is embodied in a 15 kilometer long spaceship yeah that is it pays for his absolution we know you know there's a kind of thing where it's like it's built into the like the character yeah. is built into the story which is yeah. built into the world building which is built into the that makes that that makes what the theme is yeah. and that's just felt like a bit missing here absolutely so let's wrap it up three stars for this book from both of us what are you saying three stars i i get i think it's a three star book yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really struggling because I, I enjoyed, uh, like my enjoyment. It's like maybe I would give it three and a half. Okay, let's call it three and a half star book, and we'll just call it three and a half because okay. I'm totally fine with it being a three and a half star book. Good. But when, it, when you, when I go into a book, yes, thinking it might be a four to five star book, There's and it's merely a yes. three and a half star book, it makes it feel like a three star book. Yes. you know what I mean. It, it, the disappointment makes me feel lower down. I know. Right, that's good. We've talked about a book, yeah. mostly negatively, for a book that we mostly enjoyed <laughs> yeah. for 55 well, minutes. we do. <laughs> you can follow me on, uh, you can email me, luke at juggler.net. Uh, you can become my friend on Goodreads so I too can see that you've raced the SFBRP um, to this. <laughs> and done a, a good, uh, yeah, good review of that a for good, us. Yeah, good review of it. I'm not going to look at other people's reviews. Community, of course, because it's, it's the third book in a series yeah. that people come to this. It's 4.43 stars. In other words, it's got the sequel inflation. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. And totally understandable. Um, follow me on Instagram. I'm at Luke Burridge there. Yeah. What's uh, the next books? Juliana's on J-U-K-U Berlin on Instagram. We're both on Mastodon, <laughs> uh, which you can check out by, I don't know, Oh, yeah, in the show notes. Actually, yeah, look on your podcast player. The links to our Mastodon accounts are right there. The next book. Oh, I don't know. What's your next book? Uh, I'm I just currently reading some some of my go to back to uh, books, book series. I like to just read in bed. OK, without any big pressure list, fall asleep. book. Yes. So here's the thing. I've got quite a few audiobooks literally on the go at the moment. Moby mm. Dick. Uh, I'm probably uh, not going to carry on with it. I got halfway through Moby Dick. Okay. I think that's it. I'm not going to do a podcast about it, but unless other, unless more people want, one person said, hey, you should do a podcast about it. Uh, someone messaged me. Uh, but in, I need more than one person to message me for me <laughs> yeah. to do a review of Moby Dick, which isn't science fiction in any way at all. Yeah. Um, the Road by Cormac McCarthy has been on my phone for a while. I keep trying to get into it. Oh man, that's a, that's not a fun book. So okay. uh, uh, I might not get through it as well. I've got The Bear by Andrew Krivak. It's like four hours. Don't know very much about it, but I saw it. It was in my to read list from like two years ago. Okay. And I found it on the Audible Free Library. Um, I've got The Iliad, again, another non-science fiction book yeah. by Homer. Um, Robot Visions, which is... Oh, no, I finished that. Okay. I don't, know why, I don't know why that's still here as well. And then another one, which is like an author said, hey, do you want a free Audible credit for a book that's on Audible? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, so I've got Scum of the Earth by Alexander C. Kane. And to be honest, uh, it's probably going to be the next book that I finish. Okay. Because I know it's short and I'm already uh, three hours into it. Uh, right. And I've got like four hours left or whatever. Okay. So, um, again, I very rarely take book submissions and advanced reader copies and things like that. Yeah. But I literally said, look, 
if you just if you give me the audible code like the it gives yeah. me an audible code and i was like great i'll just enter it in it'll be in my library and the next time i'm like finish a book and i'm looking for it it's if it's already in my library i'm more likely to get to it so yeah maybe scum of the earth by alexander c kane and it's fine um uh yeah. Good. I need to go, get a bit deeper into it to work out if I'm actually enjoying it or not. <laughs> well, let's see. I, I'm, it's okay. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's the, the that's next it. episodes, maybe. Cool. Maybe. All right. Oh, who knows? Maybe. Oh, and also, I wanted to mention this as well. We're watching the Apple TV series Foundation. We do. So we're only like four episodes, five episodes into it. And now we're... I've we're, never read the books. Julian has never read the books. So we might do like we did with other things yeah we're kind of a big fan of the apple tv sci-fi series like uh for uh, all mankind for all mankind silo which is the wool omnibus story which we've talked about and reviewed on here as well severance severance and i guess that's it anyway but so far four out of four we're either really enjoying very much enjoying mostly enjoying and we're going to push through this early season episodes of foundation and see if we're going to stick with foundation but i think so it's just that drive to survive came out today and we've been watching welcome to wrexham so we've been doing some sport documentary series (laughs) really enjoying Uh, that so those are probably going to be the the standing but we will get back to foundation right that's it for me thanks a lot for listening and we'll catch you next time goodbye